Hello, and I have been meaning to do an ASMR, but I couldn't do it because whenever I try to record an ASMR, it's usually very noisy. So I decided that instead of doing an ASMR, I will just do this like the regular thing. But this is a bonus episode, this is not part of my regular programming. So I will probably be release releasing this on any day from Monday to Friday. And right now I want to read an article that I wrote on Medium um, two years ago. And it's the most well-performing article that I have ever written on Medium. It, it got almost 5,000 views. And... Well, the claps are over 2,000, but 2,000 claps doesn't mean 2,000 people clapping. But yeah, I, I was just saying, just so you know. Anyway, the article is called, What if I only had 24 hours a day? So let me read and then probably give some commentary while reading. Okay, what if I only had 24 hours a day? Not all days are equal, some are long, and some are short. Recently, most people have been experiencing really short days and so blame the shortening of days for their being unable to do this and that. Sometimes I do that too, but I actually feel bothered whenever people around me say that they don't have enough time and not admit that the reason they aren't doing this or that is their lack of interest or that it is not a priority. In the past, I would say that time flies, but now it seems like time is on a free fall. And whenever you and when you are unable to catch it from the moment it falls, the harder it gets to catch it at all. Despite that, time is a resource that we never really run out of. Time Okay, excuse me, I need to, like, clear my throat. (coughs) Despite that, time is a resource that we never really run out of. Time is not something we can save. It is best used when it is spent. Okay, I think this is the most highlighted part of my article. Time is not something we can save. It is best used when it is spent. Actually, this is common knowledge. People know all this. Yeah, and technically we all have 24 hours a day. Still, there are those who seem to have more as compared to others. So here's what to do when you feel like you only have 24 hours a day. These are things I've learned from people, from my spiritual mentor, and from my own experiences. First thing, number one, avoid sleeping in. I know a lot of people who sleep more than 8 hours a day and so feel sleepy throughout the day. There are also those who sleep less than 6 hours a day and yet has more energy than those who sleep more. I believe this is something every individual should experiment on. Instead of sleeping in, I experiment and find the most optimal number of hours of sleep for me to get re-energized. I sleep as early as I can and wake up as early as I can. I use an alarm to wake me up at 5 a.m. instead of 6 or 4 instead of 5. You too. Try whatever you want as long as it's earlier than the time you are used to. 
A small difference like this can make a big change in your life. Just make sure you don't compromise your health. Doing this will add an extra hour or two to my day and I would normally spend the time again praying or meditating or for planning my activities for the day or write a poem, a journal entry or anything that actually matters. Okay, number two. Avoid having idle thoughts too often. I love taking long walks and letting my thoughts wander. Not only is this helpful for my overall fitness, but it also aids in my mental health. Despite this, my pastor would always tell me not to have idle thoughts, that I should keep thinking. The moment I stop thinking, time passes in an instant. By keeping my mind active most of the time, I'm able to catch more time and I allow my thoughts to wander and be active and be creative. It is a means to find solutions to problems I've always wanted to solve. Okay. Number three, cut off unnecessary things. How much time do I spend scrolling down on Facebook or Instagram looking at things that don't really mean anything to me? Well, I stopped looking at Facebook feed completely because I unfollowed everyone and there's nothing to see on it right now. I still interact with people on Facebook by going to their timeline and catching up with their latest posts whenever they come to mind. Okay, that's true. And actually, I have reduced my friend, friends friends on Facebook from 1,600 to just about about 350 360 and i regret that now because you know i'm doing a podcast and the fewer friends i have on facebook the fewer people i can invite to you know listen to what i'm producing but you know that's i mean that's the price of it i i unfriended people so that I could like you know not spend so much time on Facebook maybe well I- I'm just justifying this but you know it- it's it's good I, I did that and I-, I haven't been on Facebook for two years not until this year when you know COVID-19 so I-, I went back to Facebook I started the podcast so I'm back on social media but still cut off unnecessary things if you feel like it's too much yeah work on it and then Instagram I still scroll quite a lot I'm, I'm reading again I give lots of hearts and comments if I feel generous but most people keep scrolling just because of boredom or because they don't know of anything better to do time value ROI for this is usually zero Now, whenever I scroll down on social media, I give myself a minute to look at things and decide if I want to keep going. Oh my gosh, I I think I should do this again because that's not what I'm doing right now. Like, like I'm not giving myself a minute, maybe more like five minutes. And well, yeah, I think I'm able to keep that timeline, but still one minute is better than five minutes. And if I find it unnecessary to keep scrolling, I refocus my mind on something else. There are actually a lot of unnecessary things we do that keep us from doing those that matter. Distractions, destruction, okay? So those are different words, but they are pretty similar. They take away time and so we keep saying we don't have time. 
We don't have time because we gave it away to that devil called distraction. Okay. And then number four, make lists. This is very helpful to me. First thing in the morning, I write down things I want and need to accomplish during the day. Or sometimes I just review my notes in case I already wrote them down the night before. Making lists works. If you write down something, your brain would be more stimulated than when you, when you just think about it. Besides, we are forgetful, you know. It would come in handy if we had something tangible to look at if we ever forgot about the things we need to do. Number five, do only what matters. These are the things we should put on our list, the things that matter to us the most. So check, does it matter if you knew the latest show on Netflix? If it does, then go on and do it. If not, then take it out of your list. Do you really have to learn about fight by path? Python programming or that new musical instrument or quantum physics whatever that is if it matters to you do it if not let it go and yeah I just want to mention that I mentioned Python programming here because there was a time when I thought of actually doing some I mean spending some time to learn programming using like Python or R and um, I, I was even looking into what's that um, data science uh, something like that I mean to become a data scientist there's like a program that you have to go through and I was looking at it at that time but then I, I even bought a course and well I, I later on I, I thought that okay this is not the path I'm going at least so I just stopped it yeah so what does it actually mean for something to matter to someone let's say your ultimate goal is to become a rock star you need to learn how to play the guitars you need to know about effects distortion music theory yeah music theory vocals and all related to it you need not learn about chemical reactions, metabolism, the theory of relativity, and others. Though it actually helps to learn a bit about these things. So yeah, you know, I'm a chemical engineer. I'm a licensed chemical engineer, and I just had to say those things. But yeah, if you are a rock, I mean, if you're trying to become a rock star, you don't need those. But it's not so bad. I mean, if you actually learn a few of those things on your way to becoming a rock star. So this is actually about having a clear goal. So that's number five. And then number six, start early. You may say this is just the same as avoiding sleeping in. Yes, it is. But what I actually want to say is to start early with whatever specific activity you have to do. If you have to write an article, start it early so you can have more time to edit it later if needed. Don't let procrastination go in the way. By hiking on a mountain trail starting from the early morning, you can be sure to get back before it will get too dark. Study while you are still young. Okay. Number seven, always do a little bit more than what is needed. Stay up late and exhaust yourself. Do a little bit more. Success is achieved by those who do a little bit more. My pastor used the concept of a marathon as an example. He said something like this. In a marathon or a race, the winner is determined by whether or not the person has done a little bit more. 
The one who extended his legs a little bit more wins. The first place is only a little bit faster than the second place. It is a small, yeah, it is a small difference, but a big difference. And yeah, we're at the end already. Time is both absolute and relative. One R is the same for everyone. Only the way it is spent is different. So make your time count. Okay, so that's it. And actually, I have this article has ten responses. Um, let me read a few. Somebody said, "Sure, it's too true." There is some phrase that only those who are a second, ah, only those who are second in 100 meter sprint, understand the value of seconds. Good one, sir. This article has things that I can closely relate to my lifestyle. Thanks for sharing your thoughts and keep writing. Another person says that's my prime minister. Okay, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go through that. Um, another person said the points you mentioned remind me of Sam Altman's advice as well. Another person, really great article, thanks, and yeah, a few more that are well still about the article. Like, thank you for this article. Oh, it's aesthetically written, but yeah, just ten comments and two point seven thousand claps. I think from. Two hundred ah, from three hundred six people, so that's two thousand seven hundred forty-one claps from three hundred six people. Wow. Okay, this is quite interesting. I uh, I mean I didn't know that I could see these statistics before. So yeah, how about you? I mean, okay, I I just decided I would read this article that I wrote on Medium. I will be putting the links. The links—it's just one link. I'll be putting the link on the show notes so you can check it out. And what about you? Are you doing something like writing? You know, or well, the topic for today is about time management. So how are you managing your time? Um, yeah, this is—I think that's all. This is not a—you uh, know. A full episode of anything. It's just that I wanted to read this article, and I wanted to upload it as a bonus, a bonus episode. So that's it. Thank you very much for listening. Again, you've been tuning in to Rome is in Manila. Until next time. <laughs>